Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Net Worth Podcast, where today we're going to talk all things WTA and handicap the WTA. Joining me, as always, from Sacramento, he's got the day off. No work to do for you, Spread? No, no work today, so I'm going to enjoy some of this uh, NBA basketball a little later, and then uh, stay up late and uh, see how your your favorite Sabalenka does tonight against your nemesis, Kiki Burtons. Isn't this awesome? This is so awesome. I don't really know what to do here. I have, you know, obviously we talked about this in the pod last week. I've got a Sabalenka outright. I took a yeah. look at some of the other outrights that I had. I could hedge and lock in like half a unit of profit if I counted the loss from the other ones. So I'm just going to let it ride and, and see what Sabalenka can do. I'm also concerned that if I put myself in that position where I was guaranteed to profit from a Burton's match, that the world might explode. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't do that either if I were you. Plus, it's, it's no fun. I mean, at this point of the year, it's not like, not like you put like a lot on it, you know. It's not right. like it's a 30 to 1 or a 40 to 1 outright that you would Exactly, be. just 5 to 1. So not a ton of value yeah. to work with, but I do like her chances here. She is the favorite. Will you be betting this match at all? I probably will, but I don't think I would advise other people to. I think I'm going to do it for fun. Uh, I'm kind of like you with Burton's. I'm kind of I'm kind of lost um, with her it's weird. She's so consistent on the court, but she does have inconsistent performances. But I think that this, the way these courts have been playing just sets up perfectly for Sabalenka. So I'll probably put some money on Sabalenka. Well, that's fun. I'd like to know that. I got a little support here. I mean, it's just yeah. been a great week for her. I've, we have to remember this next year. Last year, she was really great in China. This year, she's been really great in China. Something about you know that, that country, she's really comfortable. I mean, she played some really nice tennis this week, um, You know, worked her way through a tough three-set match against uh, Mertens there. Um, I'm trying to see. I forget exactly the first match there. I know that she beat up on, um, that's right, Zachary, 6-3, 6-4. But the match is much further out than that. So, um, like her chances tonight, what a fun little week. I like the Zuhai tournament spread. Um, it's fun to have those smaller groups and kind of more stuff going on. Um, great week for uh, Carolina uh, Muchova. Um, really impressed by her after a long week being fatigued, being able to fight through and play the tennis that she did. Fun to see uh, Sai Shai Zhang win her group as well. Uh, any other thoughts on Zuhai before we jump into Shenzhen? I, I think the court conditions are playing pretty quick, and um, definitely something to keep in mind next year because Sabalenka just looks right at home. And you know what? Um, her opponent, Burton's, her serves kind of had a little extra kick on these courts too. So, you know, it's it's literally been a fun week, and then I really like the way they did it this year because um, it doesn't seem anticlimactic. I mean, doesn't it seem like it's built up to the to the subject of this week's pod perfectly? It does. Because you'll have your up-and-comer, Sabalenka. She's going to be, you know, poised to hopefully make this group next year. You know, so you got, okay, how Sabs, you know, she, she, she should be trying to make Shenzhen next year. And then we have the real main event of the year. Um, coming at the proper time. I think you're right. And it also gives us a little bit of warm-up into this goofy kind of group finals thing. Yeah. Um, you know, you take a look at the, this week again, smaller groups, a little more straightforward to understand. But let's jump into the week to come, the tournament in Shenzhen. Now, instead of having four groups of three here, we have two big groups. Um, let's see. We got the, we've got the uh, red group here, Petra Kvitova, Ashley Barty, Belinda Bencich, Naomi Osaka, and then the purple group. I thought this was the black group last year. Carolina Pliskova, Simona Halep, Alina Svitolina, Bianca Andreescu. You know, I, I think we talked about a little bit, of, a little bit about this last week. But refresh my uh, memory a little bit. You, you like this round robin format, don't you? 
Yeah, I do. I am a, I'm a little disappointed that the, I don't like the color names as much, so I thought the flower names for the groups was, was much better. I know. It was the flowers last week. That was nice. It was red yeah. and purple. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I could pick more fun, fun colors, at least. Yeah. All right, so let's go here kind of group by group, um, talk a little bit about what we think you know, each player, where they are from a form perspective spread. I think we'll do kind of a quick hit on everybody and then try to pick who we think is going to win the group and then take a look at some outright prices here. Um, you know, looking at the format, again, I believe what will happen is two players from each group advance, but there will be a group winner, and then they kind of have a bracket of four in from there. So, all right, spread. Red group, let's start with Petra Kvitova. What are you thinking about her for this upcoming week? Is she in full form now? She never really seemed to recover from that injury, did she? That's the exact question I've been asking myself. I think that, you know, if she had been playing a little tennis the last couple weeks, you know, played maybe one of these events. I mean, she played Beijing, looked okay there, um, beat Belinda Benchich in two sets, beat Kiki Mildenovich in two sets, had a tough three-set loss to Barty. But, you know, that was that was a month ago at this point. So tough yeah. to, to know what shape she's in. Again, she should be fresh, but I think there's a lot of unknowns. I think I share your, your concern there. And also these – so it's funny. We go from those real fast courts – uh, in Zuhai to Shenzhen places very slow. So that's going to be another disadvantage for her, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I'm taking a look back here. I'm trying to see what some of the past winners So were. in her group, Belinda, um, let's see, off the top of my head, we had uh, Svitolina, Wozniacki, and who else was in between there? Did you, can you find it real quick? I'm sorry. What worth the computer to me? I know that it was Fidelina last year and Wozniacki. That's right. So I just found it here. That's went the wrong Wikipedia page. Fidelina beat Stevens last year. Wozniacki beat Venus the year before. So good memory. Dominika Sibulkova, a name oh, that we haven't yeah, talked about in a I while, knew, beat Angie Kerber in 2016. Rodwanska over uh, the author. And then three years of Serena. Sibulkova's got that book coming out that we're all excited to read. Yeah, that'll be interesting. All right. Well, at least I'm excited to read. <laughs> I know. Well, it's a book, so I struggle with that. Um, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll tweet it out. I'll do a thread for you of all the, that best, would be awesome. all the best stories in there. That would be great. Now, that I'd like to read. Ashley Barty's <laughs> the next name here. Um, again, a very good player. I think she's definitely one of the favorites here to win this group. It is a tough group, but um, you know, obviously one of our favorite players all year. What are you thinking about Ashley Barty, Spread? This is another one. I think... I'm just looking at this group. It looks like it's set up so well for Belinda because it seems like you have three players that would really thrive on quicker courts and then Belinda who's going to really enjoy the slow conditions. Um, and I don't know. Barty's another one, although, see, she wasn't hampered by injuries, but her form definitely declined after she won the French Open. And whether it was the increased media pressure or the fact that she had raised the level of her game you know, to to a basically unsustainable heights is what we're trying to figure out there. Um, I have big hopes of Bart. I think Barty's going to come out strong next year. For this particular tournament, I'm not necessarily as excited. I'm I'm a little cautious here, but I am more optimistic than you. She made the semifinals in Wuhan, made the finals in mm-hmm. Beijing. You know, again, fought three sets against Osaka there. I wonder if the slower court's actually a little better for a more creative player like her. Um, uh-huh. I'm a, I'm a little more optimistic about her. Um, 
we'll talk about the odds in just a second, but Belinda Benjic, next name up, coming in in really great form, coming off a win just about a week ago. Um, gotta love the way that she's playing tennis. What do you think about her this week? I think that she got the perfect group, right? Because the the court conditions are going to help her immensely, and she gets to be the defensive player, the reader, the one that redirects the pace. Um, you know, whereas if she was in the group with Svenalina or Halep, you know, she would have players playing her own game against her. But instead, she gets the preferred matchup for her, which is to be the defender, to be the counterpuncher against uh, basically three three big hitters and three power players. So um, I'm pretty excited about Belinda's chances here. I think that this draw worked out for her really favorably. I do too. She likes playing the better players too. I'm trying to pull up some of her records here. I know that she's actually beaten a couple of these players. I think she beat Osaka this year once, maybe twice. So I think this is a really great group for her. You're right. She's kind of um, down the middle, able to really do everything, and we love the form that she's in. Last up, Naomi Osaka, the fourth name in the group, one of the best players in the world. Um, you know, again, coming off the win in the final in Beijing. I don't think that she's played since then. Um, no, she hasn't. Looking here, one Osaka, one Beijing. So playing some really great tennis these last couple months. Spread, what do you think about Osaka? Yeah, so, you know, when we do these really top players, I think a lot of it is mental because they're all so talented. And Naomi, I think this year was a fun little journey in her finding herself and becoming comfortable with herself. And I don't think she was at the beginning of the year. And I think out of any player mentally or emotionally maturing this year, she's shown the most growth. And I thought that her success at the end of the year kind of was indicative of her becoming more comfortable with her celebrity and being more comfortable with being the number one person, you know, the targeted player. And, uh, boy, I think she's got a lot of potential here. So for this group, to me, I, I'm, I think it's either Naomi or Belinda. And then because of the odds, I'm going to go with Belinda to, to win So let's group. jump into the odds. We actually have odds to win the group here. Our friends at Bovada yeah, posted God. those. Isn't this awesome? Yeah, Osaka's plus 175. Barty's plus 200. Benchich plus 450. Kvitova plus 300. Um, you know, Benchich 450 to win the group is kind of interesting. I think I like her better 12 to 1 to win the whole thing. Um Barty plus 200. I don't know. I guess the more I look at these, any of these stick out to you spread? Again, the group winner prices. Yeah, I'm taking Benchich. Okay, four plus 450 to win the group. Yeah, because like I said, it's just a nice matchup advantage. We've got good form right now. She's not afraid against the top players. And, you know, you're just getting the best value. You know, if they were all even money, um, you know, you might not look here. You might be more inclined, or I might be more inclined to take Naomi. But because of the better odds... Uh, I prefer Belinda. I think that you're getting much better value here. Yeah, I think you're right. 450 is an interesting price. I'm going to go back and forth on that a little bit, but I'll probably jump on board. Um, now let's go through the next group, and then we'll go through all the outrights to win the whole thing. Carolina Plushkova, first name up here in the purple group. What are you expecting from her this week? So she's one that um, you would think would be that would suffer from the slower course, but she actually does pretty well on the slow course, even though she's got the big serve. It kind of helps her with her um, maybe limited movement, especially compared to these other three players, right? I mean, movement-wise, um, just if you're just taking this group, I mean, she's by far below average, right? So that's yeah, going to be not, a major problem for her. I'm not going anywhere near her next week. She comes in on some really rough form. Um, you know, looking back here, lost in the second round in Wuhan, first round in Beijing. 
you know, she has the serve to maybe hang in some of these matches, but I'm staying as far away from her as I can get. So, okay, we're both off her, but I want to do a quick uh, hypothetical question. If you switch her and Belinda, don't you think her chances will be a lot better? Yeah, I think I that other group's a lot more attackable, yeah. Yeah, I think that she really, where Belinda got a great um, group to be in, I think that this group is really going to struggle to, uh, she's really going to struggle against them because even if she does win, she's going to have to work so hard in each one of these matches. That's what I mean. This is a terrible group for her. And we'll talk about each player. you got Halops, Fidelina, and Andreescu. All of them have a a good enough serve to hold, hold on their own and will just be working her back and forth and back and forth. Just much better defensive players. Definitely. All right, Halep's next up. Um, haven't seen much from her lately. Let me actually pull up the last time she played tennis, unless you can remember. Um, Second round of Beijing. That's right, she had a back injury after the first round and lost to Alexandrova oh, yeah. in the second round. Yeah. So probably tough to trust her. It's a shame. If she were healthy, this is a great opportunity for her, don't you think? Definitely. She seemed to be uh, rejuvenated with the uh, being reunited with Cahill. And... Um, but yeah, definitely due to her, um, questions concerning her health and form and fitness, I will definitely be staying away here. Alina Svitolina, the defending champion. Um, I assume Jorge has taken out a small loan to bet her to defend that championship (laughs) and his true pride. What do you think of that idea? Is she going to win again this year? Well, okay. You know that I'm a part of the, um, small but lively Penko fan on, on um on tennis twitter right there's about like seven of us that i've heard that really... before i've heard that yeah, before you like Austin yeah Pico. we're pretty excited so uh one of the uh one of the leading members vanistrator point <laughs> texted out or tweeted out a real fun one that the winner had worn pants in the wta photo shoot that they do the one that we had so much fun critiquing and so uh, Spitalina, that was interesting that she decided to wear pants last year and this year as well. So that was his, uh, that was his reasoning for choosing Spitalina. I will not be doing that. I prefer Andreescu here. I think you're right. Um, Andreescu, the last player here, playing just incredible tennis all year on hard court. She's been unbelievable. I wonder if the slower courts here um, aren't great for her, but I, I'm not too worried. She comes in in great form. I think that she's the clear favorite to win this group, and so do the odds. Andreescu... Yeah. Um, Plus and money's came on her upper. It's came in on her because she opened it plus four hundred as an outright, and she's already down to three fifty. Yeah, wow, you're right. It was four hundred before the draw, down to three seventy five. Yeah. She's down to three fifty. But circling back again to those group prices, she's plus one seventy five. Everybody else is three to one. Are you touching yeah. any of those? Yeah, I'm gonna take Andreescu. Yeah, I think I, that's fine. I think you're right. Maybe that probably should be closer to like even money instead of plus one seventy five. So, well, two, I think it's right. I mean. At even money, I wouldn't take it. Would you still take it at even money? Well, that's what I mean. That's what I would price it at. That's why there's value at 175. Maybe it's not all the way to even. Maybe I'd price it 125 or something like that. But just yeah, a little I'm bit thinking, of value there. I they priced it to get a little bit of action here. I think because yeah, plus 125, I'm not touching it. But plus 175, I'll take it. All right. So let's go through the outright odds. You mentioned Andreescu's the favorite at three and a half to one. Osaka's plus four hundred. Barty's plus four fifty. Svitolina seven to one. Pliskova seven to one. Halep seven to one. Kvitova eight to one. Benchich twelve to one. I think I like Benchich twelve to one. I might talk myself into some Svitolina. She does love these courts. What do you think? Seven to one is that enough to get you interested? I think it's insane. She's the same price as Pliskova. Yeah. How did that happen? Oh beyond me 
I think they basically just took kind of the logic from the quarter prices. So if you look, Svitolina, Halep, and Pushkov are all the same price during their quarter. Right, and but all even the same on the outright. quarter, boy, now I'm, she is jumping out. Three to one, she's almost better at that at the at the group because she. I think she has a much better chance than Halep or Pliskova. That's an interesting thought. Is it better to take her the, to win the group at three to one versus to win the whole thing at seven to one? Uh, I think the whole thing because then you're basically getting plus four hundred on her to win the final. Well, no, she's got to win, win two matches after the that. Finals, semis in the final, so right. plus two hundred for each one. But oh, gosh. Yeah, I think the seven to one's better, but I'm not taking it personally. I'm going to think about that. I, I'm definitely going to look at the three to one. I like the seven to one. I think we're right. Andreescu at three and a half to one. That's getting close to right. It probably should be three to one, maybe a little less than that. Are you going to take some of that? Yeah, I already did. All right. So we've got so some Andreescu. My three bets that I made so yep. far is uh, Belinda Bencic plus four fifty, red group winner. Bianca Andreescu plus one seventy five purple group winner and Bianca Andreescu outright winner plus three fifty. Beautiful. I'm going to take Benchich twelve to one to win the outright. I'll post okay. if I take Svitolina seven to one. I don't know if I'm going to touch Andreescu. I'm going to keep poking around. I want. I bet there's a four to one somewhere I can find. If I can, I'll take that. Um, in terms of group bets, yeah, you might be able to find one. Yeah, in terms of group bets, I'll think about Belinda Benchich plus four fifty a little more. I want to actually see if they have the order of matches up already, so we can look at some of those um, and see what kind of her schedule looks like. But that's an interesting number. And then the purple group, I think I'm going to stay away from that. Maybe take Andreescu to win the group, but I don't know. All right. Well, the good thing is we do have some lines out to be to start with. We do. I got odds for four matches here. Naomi Osaka against Petra Kvitova. Osaka only minus 138. Boy, does that look cheap. What do you think? Yeah, I like Osaka here. She's Like I said, she's been playing well, and she's really... um, It's weird. You know, at the lower levels, I like to do um, a more form... Not form-based, but um, stylistic-based matchups. Well, oh, this person's forehand, you know, they'll be able to eat this person's backhand alive. This person will take advantage of this person's second serve. I think when you get to these top eight players, a lot of it is mental and current form, not necessarily matchups. And I think that Osaka is just in a better place right now. Um, and boy, I would really watch out for her next year. You know, with Andreescu kind of coming on and taking some of the spotlight, I think it's perfect for Naomi. She's still relevant. She's still, you know, talked about and obviously very popular, but she doesn't have necessarily the same pressure um, that she did because it seems like that Andreescu is kind of stealing that spotlight of expectations, and I think this is very comfortable for her. And uh, obviously, if Kvitova is at her best, you know she can beat her. But uh, my idea here is that just um, due to the recent injuries and not being able to play as much, that you're getting great value on Osaka here. Yeah, I like that number a lot. Ashley Barty minus one sixty three against Belinda Bencic. Um... That looks just about right. It's tough for me to find any value there. I'm taking Belinda. I'm going to take a look. This is might be an interesting spot for some unders on set totals and maybe like an over three and a half sets thing. I think this will be a tough back and forth match. But you like Belinda at the plus well, 120? Well, over three and a half. Sorry, two and a half. Did I say three and a half? <laughs> you know, they did that a long time ago. Yeah, that's. I was going then back they through. They had the best of five. Yeah, some of my database stuff, I had to go out and scrape all that stuff out. <laughs> yeah. So you like Benchage plus 120. Yeah, I mean, that's just basically a price play. I just think it should be an even match at the where they are. So if you're giving me plus 120 on something that I think is 50-50. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I think you're that. right. 
Bianca Andreescu minus 175 against Simona Halep. That looks just about right if Halep is healthy. Uh, that's too much. You, you, got, you got to wonder if Halep's healthy. So you like Halep you at plus do. 125. I'm seeing plus 135 on, on Bovada. Okay, and, even better. And honestly, Bovada's the the worst usually. For, you can get better prices if we look around. Maybe I'll open up Bookmaker and stuff too. Um, yeah, I think that uh, if Halep's healthy, you, this should be a 50-50 match, and I don't want to lay that much juice with Andreescu. I'm definitely um, not laying the juice with Andreescu, but I don't know if I yeah. can trust the, the health of Halep. Right, so yeah, I'm not betting this match, but I do think the line's off, and if you force me to take a side, like, you know, if we're doing some sort of contest where we bet every match, I, w- I would take Halep at those odds. Yeah, if we knew there, if we knew that she was healthy, that would be a great price. Yeah. And then finally, we've got Plushkova Svitolina. Plushkova minus 125, Svitolina minus 110. I kind of like Svitolina there, but I'll probably stay away. What do you think? I, I really like Svitolina there. You got minus 110 where you are as well? <laughs> Bovada's weird. You can get minus 110 or plus 0.5 for minus 110, although I guess you could lose. Yeah, you, you want to so stay away from those. Tef- technically separate bets, but... It's just weird to just see them at the same price. Yeah, I definitely like Svitolina here. Um, you know, we kind of went over it in the original um, breakdown of each each player here, but um, this court's really favors Svitolina, and she's finished the year strong. You know, she did really well this year. Yeah, so we're both betting Svitolina. We're both betting Osaka, it sounds like. Yep. And then you've got some Benchage. And I'm going to take Benchage, and, and then we're going to stay away. From Halep Andreescu, unless, like I said, I'm gonna check some other books. I mean, this has got me curious to see if they've got, a, you know, you can get even a bigger Halep line. You no, know, plus one thirty-five at Bookmaker as well. Mm. What would you want it? So, what price would you bet it at? Plus one fifty. Sometimes when you see them at Bovada at plus one thirty-five, they're like plus one fifty at like five dimes in the other places. And if it's plus one fifty, I'm taking it. All right. Well, spread. That's all I had. Any anything else to add here? I know that was just I mean, a, a short, quick, quick one, but not much I to know, talk about this week. What is going on here? I mean, do we? Do it's the we end of the to, season, I, dude. I feel like we need to throw out some extra content here. I got nothing, buddy. You got anything? Oh man, I don't think you do. It's okay. Nice, short, and sweet, so everybody can get through it, get their outrights in, and their first round bets in. Uh, we'll be back. The season's basically over at this point. We'll be back to recap the finals. I know there are some smaller tournaments. Maybe we'll talk about those. But just like we did last off season, we'll be coming up with a bunch of different topics of conversation and checking in, talking about handicapping in general, trying to do some se- so have you bigger season of recaps. Topics yet? A few, but um, we'll talk about those. You between you, me, and. Uh, Jorge a little bit so you know for our listeners okay. be sure you follow us at Networth Pod send us some DMs what do you want to hear about this summer um, a little more about our process um, some more in-depth kind of um, evaluations of players and what they're strong at and things like that so um, we'll be putting together some off-season pods maybe getting a couple guests I know it's been a while since we've had somebody so we'll see how it goes and uh, thanks everybody for listening we'd love a rating and review on whatever app you're using and have a great week good luck in all your wagers